Support for Backseat Quarterbacks is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BSQB at manscaped.com. That is right, 20% off and free, nothing beats free, worldwide shipping with the code BSQB at manscaped.com. Benjamin, tell me a time where you've nicked your balls while trimming below the waist. Give me a story, my friend. That's what the listeners want to hear. Well, I won't go into too much detail, but let me just say, the, the adrenaline rush and the life flashing before your eyes, I mean, hey, I like roller coasters, but not in the nether region. Okay, that's not something I want to deal with. So um, I enjoy the peace of mind of the, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. I um, have used it multiple times now. Um, You're a daily you know, trimmer. Yes. I, I mean, uh, the best maintenance, right? If, if it's, uh, you know, you keep it maintained, you don't got to go, you know, do more work later. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, my, uh, that's my philosophy. But yeah, love it. Also, same philosophy with the, with the nose hairs. You do also, they do also offer a little a nose hair trimmer. You know, the worst thing I'd say is, is maybe go in and, and meet somebody on a first date and you got some long nose hairs coming out. That just looks oh, bad. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? You can't do that. Um, so you got to trim it up a little bit. I know Sterling has a huge problem with nose hairs. So he's probably been using that like a madman lately. Um, two days. Yeah, he's doing two days. Okay. Well, listen. We can fix your problems if you have a lot of nose hair or if you're constantly scraping your nuts with whatever you're using at this current time. Here's how we can do it. Yep. Get 20% off and free shipping. I can't get over that enough. Free shipping. That's a, if you're not shipping free, what are you doing at this point? Manscaped shipping free. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code BSQB at manscaped.com that is 20% off with free free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code bsqb at checkout unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped woo Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Benny and Steve, and we talk about all things week 14 of the NFL season. We also, very rare here, but we also talk about F1 and Max Verstappen, vroom, vroom, beating Lewis Hamilton for his uh, first driver's championship. Very exciting stuff this morning at 5 a.m. I am dead. I am tired as hell. I have been up pretty much uh, 45 of the last... 49 hours, something like that. It's insane. I need sleep. I'm very tired. We also talk about the NBA and a few topics at the very end. A very boring day of football outside of the um, mid-afternoon games where we had some fireworks. Uh, It was a fun day, though, still. If uh, you started your fantasy playoffs or in your last week of your fantasy regular season, a lot of things at stake um, this week. So, fun week, all things considered. Uh, We're back on the horse uh, I won't say much more in this intro. 
Uh, I'm tired. I'm going to get some sleep after I upload this podcast. I hope everybody is having a good time and uh, we'll have a happy holidays if you're seeing your family or whatnot. We're in the season. Tis the season. Bing bong. Without further ado, here is Benny and Steven. Hello, Benny. Hello, Steve. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great, man. I appreciate the uh, compliment calling me an orca. You know, they're one of the uh, greatest predators in um, the ocean. So I appreciate that. I should have called you a beluga. Benny the beluga is uh, one of the smartest the... marine mammals in the world. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Smart. Not the not the most in shape one, though. huh? Probably a higher IQ than yourself. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you can talk about in shape, Sterling. (laughs) I know I'm not in great shape, but you see this Peloton behind me. Got to help me. Uh, 2022, the year of strict. Your hairstylist is booked out until next year, huh? Yeah, they are. There she is. (laughs) It's it's bullshit. I tried. I tried to get before before winter. You need to go in there and beg her. You need to have. I might honestly just. I might just buzz it off. I might just buzz it off at this point. I, I don't want to, but I might have to. Looking like Aaron Rodgers there. Oh, that's that's worse than being a beluga. Yep. He looks like a meth addict. Uh well with that. Did you, you see have... the the um the lookalike in the stands of him? Yeah, that guy was smoldering. That was a lot better looking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that was an older Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know that was, was Aaron Rodgers from the future, literally coming back to watch the game. Looked a little better than Aaron, though. He did. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Good some terrible football in the early morning window, some really good football in the late afternoon. We're gonna start with Sunday night. Few takes, of course, fresh on the mind. Uh, take number one: Succession is the uh, one of the best shows in the history of TV. Okay, yes, I didn't actually watch this whole game. Succession season finale was on, and I said, "Do I really want to watch Aaron Rodgers shit on the Bears for the fiftieth time?" Not really, but I did turn it tune in after it, and I saw that the Bears had a nice halftime lead. And I was like, "Ooh, maybe the Bears can do something good for once." Oh, was I mistaken? Uh, what a route in the second half. Rodgers looked good. I don't really have anything to say about that because uh, I expect him to trounce bad teams like he does his entire career. It's it's uh, the ultimate front runner is Aaron Rodgers, and uh, he's well on his way to yet another great regular season record. That's you. Okay. Well. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, well, no. No. No comment. Well on the way to a very nice regular season record. Uh, we need to see it happen in the playoffs. One, one more than once a decade ago. That's all I have to say. But good job uh, to the Packers. This is a close rivalry game, and uh, they were down, but they weren't out. And they came back, and they, uh, they, took, they took them to town. Took them to town. Way to go. Benny. Took them to the woodshed. How do you feel, Benny? Let's hear it. Um... They look good. I know it's the the Bears, but I think they're a scary team. Rogers, um, Rogers, Rogers. The guys, the guys, amazing. Um, the regular season. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, I mean, that doesn't mean he can't be good in the playoffs this year. So true. Um, Probably won't. Yeah. They have the Ravens, the Browns, the Vikings, and the Lions to close things up. Nice they lose, do they lose another game? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. You say yeah. I think, out of the, I think one of those those uh, those two was it Ravens and who? Browns, Browns? and Vikings. The, the, they have a chance to. Oh, uh, and Vikings. They have a chance to lose 
one of those three, I feel like. Oh, if they lose one, it's the Vikings. So you think uh, they're 10 and three right now? So 13 and four is what you're, you're going with? That's what you're feeling? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. That's still a really uh, good record. Yeah, that is. <laughs> right. I don't think he gets the one seed, though. And I think the one seed's very important. Although it hasn't really meant, oh, I'm not, I'm not trying to hate on Rodgers, honestly, but it, he has failed in the playoffs in the past at home where Lambeau is supposed to be the unplayable place. And he's lost there a couple of times. Uh, I think it would be important if the opposing team's Arizona, because Kyler does have uh, smaller hands than a lot of other quarterbacks and therefore harder to grip the ball in the cold. So I think the one seed is most important to the Cardinals getting it than any other team. But um, they play tomorrow, and so we will see what happens there. That game's really important. We're going to talk about that a little later. Um, games. What of sound the... does a ram make? Oh my god! What's that? It's like a horse, right? Like a little like. I would guess that's probably a ram a sound, right? What type Maybe of like animal? A goat. I bet it makes like a goat sound. Yeah, oh, that would be you... probably more. I don't think. Rams are sounding like we talk about goats on horses. We talk about goats. We, are. we just did. We just talked about Aaron Rodgers. My goat is an awesome goat. He reigns from heaven above. Tom Brady is my goat. That's his name. Our goat is a goat. I don't know. I fucked that don't up. Don't sing it too long. It. Yeah, I know. I screwed it up. I screwed it up. Oh yeah, they can uh, you know copyright strike us. Um, Tom, they're showing the highlights right now. There's a few things here. I'm going to go through this list, okay, of that last second touchdown, what it meant. I didn't make many bets this week. Uh, I hit a 10 to 1 parlay earlier on in the week. No way. And I rested on my laurels and said, you know what? I hit that. Probably not going to have uh, much Only more. Only doom and gloom on the way after yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, I was very leveled and measured on uh, my gambling strategy this week. I made three NFL bets. Uh, I hit two of them. And one of them was bucks minus three and a half. And when that went into, or, you know, when they were only up three and the bills needed to tie it with a field goal, uh, I was scared that the bucks were going to lose, but also that my bet wouldn't hit, even though I actually cared more about the game being won than I did about winning my bet, which is very odd. Uh, that's, that's not a good gambler, but here's the thing. I won my bet on the walk-off touchdown. It gave me a lot of fantasy points. The Patriots now have a two-game lead in the AFC East. Have a futures bet on them to win the AFC East. Tom Brady, MVP, got even stronger. Uh, Bucks won. All those things. It's like the it's like a six-pronged good thing for me. Uh, one of the most loudest let's goes I've ever let out in my in my privacy of my own apartment when that happened i audibly was yelling uh my neighbors probably hate me that was a good <laughs> game though and the bills who looked like they were washed up and bad in that first half looked great in the second half and um that's the josh allen that got the 250 million dollar contract extension not the josh allen we've seen the last few weeks and when he plays like that he's dangerous and I don't know what, what's going to happen with this Bills team. Currently, they're not in the playoffs if they started today, which if you wow. if I would if I would have told you that three weeks ago, you would have punched me in the face and called me a buffoon. So 
they're going to win out probably. The Bills have a pretty easy rest of schedule outside of that Patriots game, which in New England, I think that's a coin flip unless there's a monsoon. So (laughs) (laughs) then I think New England has the advantage. But, uh, you know, I'm very happy with with what the Bucs did today. And it just is insane that Brady's 44 years old and he's going to lead the league in all these categories. I just, I don't think that's talked about enough. I really don't. I think we should be celebrating this as. Dude, it's just expected at this point. But it's, we shouldn't, we shouldn't accept it as expected. Like this will never be done again. We were five years old when Tom Brady became like a, when he became a starting quarterback. He's been a quarterback our entire lives. Wasn't he drafted during the Clinton administration? Like what? (laughs) No. Are you I sure? I think he was. I think he it's, was. It's 2000 he got drafted. Yeah, I think uh, Bush was inaugurated was, in t- 2001, right? January. I thought it was 2001 he got drafted. I don't know. That's when he took over. So. I, I think he was. I think he was selected in the during the Clinton administration. So either either or the, the wow. last year of Clinton, the first year of Bush. That's just insane, and he's still the best in the league, and it's. It's in, insane. I can't, I, I can't, there's not enough words I can use to describe how crazy it is that Tom Brady is still playing at this level. I remember, and I've said this story before, and I'm going to be very brief back in uh, my first paper in college, my first uh, paper in community college was Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning, who is the better quarterback. That was like my, my final paper. Okay. That's a terrible topic for a final paper. And I didn't do that well on it. But that was before they, that was when Tom Brady had three Super Bowls. He's at seven now and he's got a good chance at eight. I don't understand how this is possible. Um, I just cherish it. It's appointment television for me every week, every time Tom Brady. They're playing the Saints next week. Uh, the Saints have had their number, except for the playoff game last year. It's in Tampa, though. And then they finish off with a very easy uh, remaining schedule. So if they win next week, which I think we'll all probably pick them, um, they finish off with the Panthers, the Jets, and the Panthers. The Panthers look like they're in absolute dumpster fire mode, and the Jets are the Jets. So they beat the Saints next week. We're looking at likely um, 14 and three. So keep in mind, this is all seeding. This is all important seeding stuff. Benny, I stopped my diet trap for you. What you your think? what? You stopped your what? Said a wrong word. Diatrade. I I can't speak. I got three hours of sleep last night. At the end of this podcast, we're talking F1. I'm just going to say, vroom, vroom, Verstappen. Hmm? Uh, Benny. Vroom. Vroom, vroom. What do you think about this game? Game of the week? Um, Yeah. I've The the comeback by the Bills was amazing. It was. Um, What was it? Like 10 minutes left. They were down three scores, right? Yeah. 17. Um, Yeah. Wow. Um, Man. But uh, Rashad, okay, the, the Bucks have to have the best receiving core in the league, right? Besides maybe, um, I think the it's Cowboys. Easy. Cowboys, Cowboys are probably Cowboys second. are close second. But the, the, I mean, the, the Bucks just have so much depth. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but hey, Rashad Perriman, I don't even know how long he's been with the Bucks. No, Signed but, this year. <laughs> well. Up, uh, yeah, but it's it's been weeks, right? He hasn't been here there for. Oh yeah, he long. hasn't he played was, that much. That I think no. that was like his first reception. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, they're they're the favorite for the Super Bowl, in I my so. in my opinion. You know, and I feel like 
And it's just because of what you talked about before, or like what we said before, it's like, it's just expected that Brady's going to, you know, he's going to dominate in the playoffs. And um, if they can get, you know, one of the top seeds, then good luck. I want them to get the one seed because they're playing great at home. Yeah. I really want to see the game. I want to see is the, is another um, Packers and Bucks mm-hmm. game. I know the Bucks killed them, you know, last year, but I'd like to see that rematch there. I like that or too. An NFC Championship game. I want to say before you say anything, Stephen, is on that final play, the Perriman touchdown. They lined it. They got Perriman on a linebacker, and you could tell immediately when that happened that Brady was going to go to him on the crosser route, and you Huge watched. Mismatch. Yeah, you watch the first half. The second half, Brady played a little a little subpar. But in that first half, Brady was calling out the defense every snap, what they were playing, everything. And it's like, this guy has mastered the position. He knows what the defense is doing. It, it's the, He's cheating. <laughs> like that, it's, it's, he knows the answers to the test before he takes them, and all it is is execution. Um, your point on the wide receivers, yeah, I mean – you have Mike Evans, who is, you know, what, top five, top six? Like, I, it's hard. But then you have Godwin, who is has glue on his hands. You have Antonio Brown when he's back. Tyler Johnson's a speed demon. Uh, no, he's not a speed demon. Is he not? No. No. He's, good. He he's, he's, he's like more of a possession guy. He's like a. I thought he ran a fast forward. Or that's Darden, sorry. Jalen Darden. He doesn't play much. Uh, he's the returner. Scotty Miller is not even active anymore. And <laughs> Scooter. And then they have Gronk. Is he, is he injured or? No, he, he was injured, but he's now just a healthy scratch because they have so Shut much depth up. at the position. Yeah. What? And then, and then of course, Somebody's Gronk. Got a trade for Scotty Miller then. Yeah, maybe in the offseason. Trade deadline's over, Benny. Sorry. I, I know that. <laughs> Duh. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a joke, and they're finally getting healthy on the defensive side of the ball, and it's it's gonna be a wild ride, Stephen. Yeah, no, that was I turned the game off, and then I got like I checked fantasy, and I was like, why the fuck does Josh Allen have so many points? So then I turned the game back on, and I was like, oh, it's actually it's actually a fucking game right now. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm glad Josh Allen started doing a little better. But no, Tom Brady's historic, and like what Benny was saying though, it's like it's it's just expected now. You know, it's he's just showing off at this point. For some reason, I don't hear anything. I don't watch that much NFL news where I need to hear about, you know, Tom Brady 24-7, but I doubt they're talking about him for MVP right now as much. He they, They've been talking about him, but they constantly bring in other people. Brady should be a minus odds favorite. Like, he should be minus 500. He's statistically yeah. so much – people do Aaron Rodgers, okay? And this is part of the reason why I hate Aaron Rodgers because they're forcing narratives of him being an MVP candidate. He's not top 10 in passing yards. Maybe he is after this game, but you're, you're the quarterback. Okay. They're a run first, good defense team right now. The Packers it's Kyler Murray's missed three games, right? Uh, Jonathan Taylor is good, but it's a running back and Derrick Henry would be have consideration if he was healthy, but that's about it. Right. Yeah, and kept his pace. The yeah. same pace going. Yeah. And so no, if Brady will win the MVP, unless something crazy happens, but it's, it's acted like there's a competition and I don't think there is at all. I think it's like, it's would have to be somebody like Rogers, just throwing six touchdowns a game the rest of the season to get into conversation. So you're right though. I, uh, it is second nature and 
it's uh it's just wild i just i can't believe it still 44 great arm uh other game of the day 49ers uh bangles same thing happened in this game the 49ers had a big lead they squandered it the Bengals came back uh put it into ot kicked a field goal and then james jimmy porn star jimmy garoppolo had a great drive six six for six 75 yards and the game winning t- walk-off touchdown um jimmy g has been really good the last few weeks and you know not last week the the seahawks game he was kind of ah, he was actually good in that game it wasn't his fault but he has been lighting it up when kittle's on the field debo gets a rushing touchdown every week the 49ers are dangerous watch out this is the yeah, problem the problem with them though is their secondary it's just it's the worst it's untenable to expect them to be able to compete with a team with good receivers and they did with the Bengals though because the Bengals were running the ball and throwing very insane underneath intermediate routes and as soon as they started taking advantage of the secondary the 49ers had they started having explosive plays and they tied the game and Jamar Chase and Higgins and 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 Boyd all really good receivers. They have a good room of receivers there, and they could have exploited the 49ers a lot earlier in the game, and I think that game goes the other way. Um, but, yeah, I d- don't hesitate – or don't, don't hesitate. Don't forget about the Niners. Why did I say hesitate? I'm all out of it. The 49ers are now 7-6. and six. I think they're in a wild – yeah, they are in a wild card spot. They're the fifth seed. So if the playoffs started today – they would play the Cowboys. They would beat the Cowboys. Do you think the Niners would beat the Cowboys right now? Yeah, I do. Wow. So uh, they're going to be a tough out. They run the ball very effectively, and they have two game breakers with Kittle and Debo. And Kittle at this point's unguardable. He's playing like he did two years ago when we were like, is he, is he you know, the next Gronk? And then he's got some injuries in the last couple of years, but he's playing at that level where – you just throw it up and he gets the ball and he's spectacular. And like I said, Debo, Debo's a joke, how they use them. More teams should use their receivers. Like they use Debo. Get and ayuk uh, has been really good the last few weeks too. Yeah. He did nothing like the start of the season. I dropped him and now he's, he's good all of a sudden. He was on, he was in like the, uh, he was in timeout, you know, like they yeah. almost healthy scratched him. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but now yeah, that was that's how it was for like the first few weeks. So now they're using him and Debo like in different roles, and it's working out. So I feel like this is what they're doing with Debo is going to be a trend that every team copies going forward. Where it's like it's, using your best player all over the field. Yeah, getting him in situations to make sure he gets the ball. So whether it's actually having him line up as a running back or really getting them in jet sweeps and, you know, like those little toss passes all the time. Uh, the more times Debo touches the ball, the better results, right? And I think other teams should do that. The Seahawks should do it with DK. He's been terrible the last few weeks, but he's explosive. You give him the ball on like a jet sweep, he can house that, yeah. you know? Especially some of the fast players that like kind of fell off. Imagine uh, John Ross running jet sweeps. Oh, yeah. 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 I, it's, it's, also, yeah. too, though, like Debo has like the build – to be able to handle like a, a workload like that that mo- most receivers don't you know that's true he's physical enough yeah. to, to be yeah, i guess he to... does have a special build where he's fast and yeah has the body to take hits too if he's doing but yeah he plays. has a body like anquan bolden you yeah know? <laughs> yeah but he's 
you know, even more elusive, you know? Here's a reminder. The Patriots drafted Nikhil Harry over Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. Ooh. Yeah. And nice, definitely wasn't bro. hindsight 2020 either. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Those are those were all in the same class. Which which one of those guys, all those guys, would you take uh number one? Would would it be AJ, AJ Brown? Nikhil uh, Harry. I'm a homer. <laughs> Debo, um, Metcalf. Who else was there? Did you mention? It was those. It was just those, those three. three. There's more okay. that went before. There's more that went early. Like I think uh I, I can look up that draft. Let's look. Let's let's that? play that game. Is it 2019? Redraft. Redrafting wide receivers. 2019, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So who here's here's how it went wide receiver wise. You had the first wide receiver off the board was Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. Eh. Ooh, yikes. Then Nikhil Harry. Okay. That was the okay. second wide receiver. You have wow. Debo went early in the second round. You have um AJ Brown. AJ Brown also went in the second round. Yeah, he and wow. AJ Brown said publicly he wanted to play on the Patriots. That's the team he wanted to go. No to. way. Yeah, and they didn't draft him. Oh, uh, uh, Hardman. Sucks. Yeah, Mikko Hardman, JJ Arcega, Whiteside, Paris Campbell, Andy Isabella, and then JJ, DK Metcalf. JJ Arcega, Whiteside went before DK. Yeah, and then then Deontay Johnson went very very shortly thereafter. One pick after DK. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, wow. out of those, out of those, and who would I, you pick first? I think Debo because of the versatile versatility, but out of pure receivers, I think AJ Brown's the best. Yeah, really. I think right. they all are. I think they're all different and special in their own ways, but it's basically Debo. You get versatility, AJ Brown, best pure receiver. And then I think DK is just has the Randy Moss a physical tools. freak. Yeah. yeah. But he's just not Randy Moss. And I mean, dude, Beyonce like, Johnson. Isn't even that bad of a pick either. He's up there too. Yeah. Yeah, for real. I think I'd go with DK, honestly. And then it's, it's, you can't go wrong with DK, AJ Brown, or Debo, honestly. So, yeah. Um, It makes you think, why did Ole Miss stink? Uh, well, who was their, who was their quarterback? <laughs> yeah, it was, quarterback. it was like Jordan Tayamu or something like that. No, they had a that, guy that was supposed to be good, right? I know they did, didn't they? Well, they also had Dawson Knox there at the time, too. They had Dawson Knox. They had, they had Dawson Knox, too. That's a good yep. receiving core. Oh, they had Dawson Knox, AJ Brown, and uh, DK. Who was her QB? They had to have had somebody. It was the guy that tra- that transferred, Shea Patterson. Remember that guy? He was the number one recruit. I don't. Yeah. I think he went to uh, Michigan and transferred. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, Bengals 49ers. What do you think, Stephen? Yeah, was, uh, it, it, there was a bunch of weird games like that today. Same thing with like the the Packers. Bears game too. There's a bunch of just flip flopping. Yeah, and then there was absolute, and then there's absolute blowouts. <laughs> this is a pretty shit week in a lot of ways. We're gonna talk about a few more games, and that's it. Like I don't, I don't think we need to go. On yeah, on. no, I don't think we need to talk about Saints, Jets, Titans, Jags, Chiefs, Raiders. We do need to actually say something on Titans, Jags, and Chiefs, Raiders. Just a brief, a brief one. We'll do that after this next game. Uh, Ravens, I don't Browns, close divisional matches, huh? Yeah, those close divisional matches that Benny likes to talk about. Hard fought division games. It was that C A R R Derek Carr. Oh my God. Yeah. We almost put that in the parlay. Two by hours. the way, by the way, parlay of the week's still alive. The Cardinals have to win tomorrow. We win our first parlay of the week plus 550. No way. Uh, week 14. <laughs> yeah, finally. Um, okay. Ravens, Browns. The Ravens are in big trouble. Lamar got hurt. Seems like a low ankle sprain. 
Um, don't know the severity, but uh, maybe misses next week. If he's out, they're not beating the Packers. Uh, the Browns Tyler Huntley does doesn't got it. You know what? He played good. And he didn't play bad. I actually read a tweet today that said from from like an NFL insider that said. I had a guy that really knows Utah college collegiate football. And he said, I promise you, I guarantee you Tyler Huntley will have a better career than Jordan love who went to Utah state. So, and by the way, Tyler Huntley has <laughs> Wait, been a lot better than Jordan love so far in their careers, in their respective careers. Who, who said this? Who is this guy? A it was just an NFL insider. Insider on a guy on Twitter, an NFL insider on Twitter said he knew somebody that was really plugged in with Utah collegiate football. And since Tyler Huntley went to Utah, Jordan Love went to Utah State. He said, give me Huntley 10 times out of 10. <laughs> wow. So, uh, maybe. The Browns, I, I picked the Browns, I think. Did I not? I did pick the Browns. And my, my basis for that was that I thought that they were a better team now. And Baltimore's all banged up. And they're coming off the bye. And it kind, it kind of played out to that. Now, this is another game, like you were just talking about, Steve, where – the Browns had a huge lead and they almost squandered this and they actually didn't cover. So I picked the Browns and they didn't cover, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they should have, you know, but uh, they didn't. And it is what it is, but this is um, the Browns. It's a close divisional matchup. <laughs> the Browns, the Browns looked okay for most of that game and then kind of, you know, stunk it up at the end. I don't know what it is out of the Browns, which team's more disappointing this year, the Browns or the bills preseason the Seahawks. I think the Browns. You think the Browns? Yeah, I think the Browns too. Because I, yep. I go if you were if yeah, the yeah. playoffs started tomorrow, both those teams were in. Who would you trust more to win their first game? And I think the Bills. So the Bills, although if they played each other, I think the Browns would win. Good that point, game. Steve. I think I think if they played each other, I think the Browns would be the better team because of how they play. I don't think so. No, running the ball and Miles Garrett, Chico, but. Okay, a few other things. Stinky games. The stinky, stinky games. Did you hear about what happened with Urban Meyer? Uh, no, like what the happened? infighting? Or is there another thing? Yeah, did you see Did you see the report of what he did? Uh, I just heard about the no. infighting. Did it come out with like something that actually happened? Yeah, I mean, this is all reports, and so somebody leaked it. But yeah. and he's allegedly, allegedly, we're afraid. Uh, this that. is what this would ever during a staff meeting. Meyer delivered a biting message that he's a winner and his assistant coaches are losers, according to several people informed of the contents of the meeting, challenging each coach individually to explain when they've ever won and forcing them to defend their resume. <laughs> Things are going good there. He needs to be like I. I what usually I usually say don't fire a coach after one year, but he's. He's just a head case and not good for cancer. anyone. Yeah, he's a cancer. And by the, the way, people I don't want like, to say that, but he actually is. He actually is a cancer in the locker room. Yeah, people, yeah. people, people say stuff like, "Well, you can't expect them to turn around uh, a team's culture in one year." Yes, you can. Like what? This guy yeah, has you don't, like Salah. Yeah, you don't have to like, win to get a good culture. No, like the thing is, is Urban Meyer is one of the top five college coaches ever, probably. Right? What? Since, yeah. Look what Chip Kelly did when he came to the Eagles. He gave Nick Foles and and uh, and LaShawn McCoy career years his first year here running his offense. What offense are you running from? Ohio State had a great offense. Why is that not in the NFL? Why aren't you bringing principles of your coaching success into your NFL playbook, yeah, Urban? Because at least Chip Kelly tried 
to turn that into he was NFL. successful. He was yeah. successful to to an extent. Then it yeah. got washed up. But Urban Meyer is just a a flame out. And I just wanted to touch on that. He should be fired today. That team looked terrible. Trevor Lawrence has been what what's his grade? An F? An F minus? He hasn't yeah. thrown a touchdown. He's thrown one touchdown since week nine. Do you know who has the same amount of touchdowns as Trevor Lawrence since week nine? Brian uh, Hoyer. Tyler Huntley. Brian Hoyer. Okay. <laughs> Tyler Huntley and he's played a uh, half a game. Yeah. Brian Hoyer's <laughs> thrown three passes. <laughs> it's we're I honestly don't understand what Urban Meyer's strategy is here. They're killing Trevor Lawrence before our very eyes. This is a, this is a disgusting display of football that we're seeing from them. And yet they beat the bills. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for, but for real, I just wanted to say that. And then the other thing, the Raiders, Oh my God, the Raiders pregame go out to Kansas city's midfield and have like a team meeting on their logo. Okay. Number one, that never works. Who did what happened? The Raiders. Okay. Little team meeting on the logo. Little team meeting on the logo. Not at home. Oh, First gosh. play of the game is a fumble six. They lose the game 48 to nine. Okay. Um, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. And again, they play the same. I was defense. mad too. I had a two R's for at Kansas City uh, plus 40, and they fucking jinxed it for me. <laughs> Derek Carr needs to, uh, needs to, they need to move on. They need to change that entire coaching staff, the front office. I'd take Carr in another team. I would take Carr in Denver, like if we lost out on everyone. Right. Yeah, they won't give him to Denver, though. I'd take Carr in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. that's what they're When to Russell, be. Russell will come over here, we'll do a three-team NBA trade. <laughs> no. I don't think he'd be happy with Carr in, in Seattle. You know what you got with him? It's Kirk Cousins. Like, are you excited with having Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr as your QB? You're stuck in mediocrity. I'm already there, baby. Hey, I, I, I think Derek Carr, I think Derek Carr could win a Super Bowl with the right Everything sporting cast. has to be perfect around. I like him. that. I like Everything. that, Benny. But yeah, you could yeah, do that I with think... a lot of QBs though. I mean, that's the thing. You're winning and yeah. not because of him, but just not losing because of him either. <laughs> In spite of him. <laughs> yeah, it's like good. Okay, congratulations. Everything has to be perfect to win the Super Bowl. We're, it's the Baker yeah. Mayfield. It's the it's the Kirk Cousins, it's the Derek Carr. Uh, the Tyler Huntley's, you know, just the... <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean like we're do I would not want Derek Carr on my team. He's he Every the last three years have been the exact same for the Raiders. Start out hot, and then basically just collapse. Admit at, at the season form. Every single the last three years, it's you're you're living in um what's that movie where you keep repeating the same Groundhog's Day with the Raiders, and I repeat. Yeah, and you know I think there needs to be massive changes. Yeah, Derek Carr's fine. He's actually had decent stats. I don't know. I wouldn't want him. That's for damn sure. Um, you guys have anything to say about that game? No. Disgusting. Yeah, about a 48-9 score. It was a scoregami, though. It was a scoregami. Oh, I love a good scoregami. <laughs> the hell is a scoregami? First time it's ever happened. That exact score. Mm-hmm. It's it's when uh, an NFL score that's never happened happens. Huh. It's a, it's a scoregami. I wonder how many of those are left. Uh, a lot. Yeah, there's a well, lot. I mean, probably like the, a better question would be how many right. has there been? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Just like, um, I think there's been 1,200. Hey, numbers guy, figure that out. It's yeah, about you, that's, your, that's your job, Stephen. I think it's like 1,178 or something like that. Quick calculations on your feet. Um, 
okay, a few last things we're going to do F1. Uh, the Justin Herbert threw the craziest pass I've ever seen a human being throw. Yeah, that was wild. 70 oh yards on the run in stride. Unbelievable. Yeah, I feel like he's the only cannon. human that could ever throw that. That's arm, crazy. It's a joke. It's And by the way, you see plays like that and then realize that his average depth of target throughout the season has been very low. Um, hey, I'm gonna let I'm gonna give the a secret to the Chargers. Run plays like that ten times a game. Well, you know what they need to just do. Just throw it up ten times a game if you have Herbert. Boom. Yeah. Okay. So they, I mean, they have a good receiving core, right, with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. But like, I think that they're trying to do this with uh, maybe like today with Jalen Guyton. But they, they, I feel like if they had somebody that was just a, you know, game breaker, like like speed guy, like um, you know, who can like take the top off the defense. I think I feel like that would be lethal with Justin Herbert. They and the Bills both should have been in on Deshaun Jackson because that's what's missing in both of their offense. The guy that can take the top off the defense. And you're right. You're spot on. Yeah. They, they need to have in that, in that one. I just throw, don't know if Deshaun Jackson is still that guy, you know, he still gets behind defenses. That's all you need. It's like the threat of it, right? Yeah. You have to respect it. Um, They'll have one catch for 85 yards and next week you'll never see him, but it's fine. That's all you need him for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was wild because they were playing uh they were playing deep, deep uh quarters on that throw, and it didn't matter. He just threw it into <laughs> they had a half step and he threw it into double coverage and he just beat him. I I that yeah. was such a crazy throw. I, I I was like jaw dropped when I saw that. That was yeah. one of the that was one of the greatest throws in NFL history. It's that if you if people that are listening to this haven't seen it, go look up Justin Herbert throw. It'll be it'll, it's all over Twitter and so and YouTube. I'm sure it's just unbelievable. They need to do more of that. The Chargers can win a Super Bowl this year. They probably won't, but they could. Their defense is still working out some kinks. Um, not king shaman, but they got some kinks. And the offense, when it rolls, it's so good. And they play the Chiefs this next week. That's going to be the first test the Chiefs have actually had in a long time. And I'm looking forward to that game because I think there's going to be value on the Chargers. Oh, for sure. Because the Chiefs are now – you uh, you look at how good the Chiefs have played. It's only been against the Raiders where Mahomes has balled out. Every other game has been defense, defense, defense. Look at the QBs they played. It's been very, very easy for them since, since they've been on this win streak. And – I think the rubber meets the road. How about that? Well. And then finally, the last thing we'll say is. Um, oh, Cowboys. Again. Michael another Parsons. One of, huh? Michael Parsons. Parsons. Yeah. Michael Parsons, absolute beast. I will say this, though. He's not defensive player of the year. He's defensive rookie of the year. I don't, there's too much snap like reaction. Who's the deep boy? It's probably Miles Garrett or TJ Watt, right? I think, I think it's yeah. those two. I think Judon is having is, a better year. Does it go by like a conference though? No, it's just one. There's just one. Yeah. I, I think it's, I mean, the top five, top, top six. I would put Parsons in there, but he's at the bottom of it. I think it's, I think it's the top three, the top two. It's TJ Watt and Miles Garrett, 1A, 1B. I think the next three to four is something like um, 
I do think Matthew Judon's in there. He's just been phenomenal. I think Aaron Donald's always in there. I think Jalen Ramsey's been the best corner. Trayvon Diggs, same, but he's given up a lot of big plays. And then uh, Michael Parsons. And you could probably throw in another DB. I don't, I don't know. I would, I would say, obviously, I'm, I'm biased, but I would say um, J.C. Jackson because he's been balling out and stopping everybody. But I don't think they're going to give it to a DB. So it's going to be a pass rusher. I think it's going to be T.J. Water, Miles Garrett. But unanimous defensive rookie of the year, Micah Parsons. He's a game wrecker. And yeah. it's <laughs> they can use him. He's so versatile. And he can do things that T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett can't do. And so that's where your argument is if you if you really think he's deserving because yeah. he's able to drop into coverage and cover receivers, which is just – that skill set's so rare. Uh, he's, he's elite. He's going to be yeah. really good for a very long time. Dallas got a steal. They probably – he probably should have been a top five pick. We were talking about it, and, and oh, that's yeah. not even like a hot take. People were thinking that before the draft too. People were surprised yeah. he got picked where he got picked. By the way, if you're doing a redraft, I'm going to – like, there's no way you'd take Trevor Lawrence first in now. Like, he's been so dog-dog or hot-dog water. He's been one of the worst – Hot-dog water. He's been terrible. I, I don't know what Cold dog water. Yeah. And Zach Wilson's been just revolting too. Zach Wilson looks like a, a damaged goods. Do you know what his stat line was today? I played the Saints defense in, in, um, in our fantasy because I was like, they're playing the Jets. Uh, now – surprisingly Zach Wilson didn't throw a pick, but he was 19 for 42. Almost 50%, baby. Wow. In the Jeez. modern day NFL, having a sub 50% completion percentage. That's just, horrible. Yeah. Um, Holy crap. I watched some of that that's game. Like, that's like peewee. Yeah, it's terrible. He's been, he's not, he's not NFL caliber, Zach Wilson. Um, what did, uh, what does that insider have to say about, uh, Zach Wilson, that Utah insider, huh? <laughs> they didn't touch on Zach Wilson, but I would say probably Tyler Huntley's going to have a better career yeah. than him, too. Um, what's Trevor Lawrence's stat line? I haven't actually looked at this. I, zero touchdowns, four picks today? Yeah, oh I don't know if it's God. coaching or what it is. His completion yeah. percentage, 58%. 2,700. Well, nine, nine touchdowns, 14 picks. Urban Meyer's probably going up to him like, Hey, kid, I'm a winner. What are you? Yeah, let me see your resume. Yeah, yeah, show me your resume. Write up a resume and defend it to me, okay? God, then- it makes me so happy that Mac Jones is the Patriots QB. I love Mac Jones. I do think Trevor Lawrence would be better with the Patriots than he is with the Jaguars, oh, for what for it's sure. worth. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he'd be this much of a dumpster fire, but he's been bad. Um, okay, F1, and then we'll go. Abu Dhabi. Final race of the season tied in the in the points for the championship. Max versus Lewis. Did you watch this live, Stephen, or were you sleeping like a baby? I watched the ending, so I could talk about the ending if you want to talk about the beginning. <laughs> a little, little uh, tag team right here. Yeah. So they start the race. Um, Max is P1. He's starting in the pole position. They <laughs> Off the start, Lewis takes the lead. He has a way better start. Max gets the lead on the second turn. I think it was turn two. And he kind of, Lewis goes off the track and then cuts back in. That should be a penalty or he should have to give a spot back. He didn't have to. I was fuming because I, number one, I like Max more than I like Lewis. We talked, 
we talked about this last week, but I deleted that because I was like, nobody wants to hear us talk F1. And I was just talking <laughs> about Lewis Hamilton. Here's the thing. Lewis is in the best car, okay? Max is the best driver. So that's present day. I think Lewis is probably the best or second best driver in the history of F1. Him and Schumacher, of course. Um, but then the race proceeds. Steven, take it away. Yeah, so at the end... <laughs> Like you were saying before with Latifi crashes. Two Latifi. shit drivers, two shit drivers in last place, literally the yeah. last in last, last place battling. with five laps to go. So they bring out this they bring out the safety car, but it's not a given that the safety car is gonna get brought out right away. So Max goes in to get fresh softs and Tires. yeah. Lewis stays out because he he doesn't know and it's almost a guarantee he's gonna win. So they come back. Hamilton has like 15 second, 11 second lead on him. And then they decide to pull the safety car. And then they, at first the FIA decided to not let the cars that have been lapped by Lewis Hamilton pass him to get their lap back, which is pretty normal to do. They decided not to do that. And then they decided they reverse that decision and let those cars lap him, which allowed Max to catch up and literally square up right behind him with fresh softs and, uh, I believe Hamilton was on medium tires. And so it was a basically neck and neck race for the last lap. And obviously when you have softs against fresh softs against mediums, uh, you're going to win that race 10 out of 10. So, yep. They screwed won. Lewis. Yeah. Whoa. Mercedes guy. You know a lot, huh, Steven? I love F1. I got really an F1 this year. <laughs> I feel like I don't F1 know got anything. extremely popular in America because of that Netflix show. It I actually oh, yeah. did. They, they showed data for the Austin People race for, it, yeah. for the USA race. It went up like 80% like uh, attendance and just overall like watching the sport this year in America. Yeah, it was, wow. it was, it was, um, it was exhilarating. I watched the, the fine. I, I like, I had the recording or whatever. So I watched the final like seven laps and I was just laughing so hard that literally the, the number one, it was because of the two people in last place that caused this off. They, just, they were <laughs> they were literally like at the very back, just like trying to keep last place. It means nothing. They're in last place. Yeah, the the construction <laughs> cup's all done and everything. Like no one, the only people racing for anything were Lewis and Max. Not it's even not any teams were racing yeah, it's for not anything. For points though, last place. Like you're you're yeah. you're just being the dick. And then yeah, you're right. When when Lewis was up eleven seconds. Um, yeah. And that basically led max get back to within a second right and it's just it was great i couldn't believe it when i woke up i um i woke up to a message saying wow they fucking cheated lewis and i i was like still half asleep because i slept for two hours i'm i'm a belligerent idiot right now i'm tired of hell. <laughs> i uh uh-huh. i'm literally on my on my deathbed i have a migraine uh of course i'm sipping a coors light of course um but there won't be much coors light tonight sip i'm gonna go to bed pretty early i'm gonna go to bed pretty early um but I woke up and then when I actually got up at like 9.15, I was like, I looked at it and I, I just was like, what? So I couldn't believe it. Wow. Congratulations to Max. Thinks this, think this is a start of a destiny or a dynasty or do you think uh, uh, Lewis gets it next year? He'll have a better teammate. Yeah, Lewis will have a more cooperative teammate um, at, at least. I'm actually excited to see Botas on Alpha next year i'm not excited for that at all there's three there's three teams that give me any excitement four you can put mclaren and yeah. ferrari but then i think because team. when we when me and you bro. both started watching we decided red bull would be our team so it was cool for us because we both hate lewis and it was just fun to watch <laughs> max win this and 
it's like the underdog winning. You know, it's exciting. It's it's fun. The thing is, Max is the best driver. I think. Oh by yeah, now, by, by far. far. By and it's um, people don't like it because he's a dickhead and he he expects people to move for him, uh, but they should. He's faster and he's driving more effectively. And uh, yeah, it was kind of a bullshit way to get, to get this win, but it started off as a bullshit. So. Um, yeah, the whole season. And by the way, and by the way, the, la- the last yeah, the last five weeks or so, this is a rigged sport at times, which sucks because it's definitely there's definitely some some rigging going shenanigans on. going yeah, on. Yeah, there, there's some Netflix is um is pulling some strings. Drive to Survive this next season is gonna be one of the best things Netflix has ever done. I cannot wait. That's gonna be oh. so good. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be must watch TV. Even if you don't like like racing and stuff, it'll be great TV. Yeah, we're Team Red Bull. We got in early. Um, it, it's been a struggle this, uh, these last, you know, couple of months knowing that Mercedes has a better car. Uh, but it didn't matter because we have the better driver, baby. Max, vroom, 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 vroom. Is that his nickname or do we give him that nickname? I sure hope, I've never heard anybody call him vroom, 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 I've, I've never heard anyone, but I think if not with, at least we started something. I should trademark that. Get the, yeah. uh, Max, send, it, send us the helmet you had today, okay? Send me the helmet. Yeah. And you can, you or can any helmet. Not even one you've worn. Yeah. It just oh, I want a race-worn helmet. Or a car. You can give me a car, can't you? <laughs> or a lifetime supply. Oh, by the way. Car. By the way. Uh-oh, Benny, what's I up? I was uh, You watch NASCAR driving... today? <laughs> no, I didn't. I was driving down the uh, highway today in Colorado. I saw a Dubai police car. Really, was it a Lamborghini? It, no, yeah, it was like a, I don't even know what brand. I don't even know what brand it was or make it was. It was unreal. Okay, thank gorgeous. You it looked it looked extremely fast. That's all I know. I'm looking at Dubai police cars right now, and it's Lamborghinis and uh, and uh... You, you know why <laughs> they have a bunch of those cars? Right, because there's like no uh, there's no speed limits. No, it's because like. Um... Bugatti. like laws are so tough there that mm-hmm. like instead of like just like paying back taxes or anything they'll just leave those cars there and leave the country instead of facing like the criminal charges oh, you don't want to so, you don't want to be in one of those prisons let me tell you so like the, <laughs> they'll just leave the country and leave their stuff and then so, yeah uh, there's um and then the, no one the will police, steal them either they'll yeah, leave the, the keys and everything them. in there because like you're someone else isn't going to steal it because you don't want to you don't want to go to the, cut off yeah exactly so gotcha. I don't think uh, they still do that. I think that's like sherry law, but yeah. <laughs> they do, they do, they do punish bad. They do punish hard. Yeah. So there's like, you can watch on YouTube, like there's whole, like just there's like out in the desert, there's just super cars and hyper cars, just like out in the middle of the desert and stuff like on big lots that people just leave. Dang. We're still, we're still doing this pod. Have any of you guys been following basketball that closely? Uh, really. like, like relatively. Yeah. I haven't. Durant had 51 tonight. Just saying. Feels like nobody talked about it. It's against the Pistons, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean the Pistons—they don't put a lot of points, but they do try on defense. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun playoffs for basketball. I, I don't care about the basketball. Pistons are fun or, though. I like Kate Cunningham. I don't care about basketball until after um, the NFL season ends. That's when basketball gets my attention. But um, Curry's been great. Uh, Joke has been great. Yeah, the, the Suns, Suns have been great. amazing. I went to a bar after my. Uh, Krimlaw final and they had a Celtics Suns game on and the person I went with he he's from um he's from Arizona and he went to University of Arizona and so he's a big Suns fan and uh <laughs> we were just watching it he's he's really into the Suns yeah I've never met somebody really into the Suns but <laughs> okay like cool 
A good team. Yeah, good, good time to be a Suns fan, yeah. Yeah, best time, except for the Nash years, you know? Actually, this is probably better than the Nash years. They made the finals. Um, what else was – oh, the NBA. I was looking up standings real quick. So, the Lakers are stinking. They won today. They're getting – they're a little bit better. Anthony Davis has been terrible, okay? That's the thing that's been the most surprising. He's been actually, like, a bad player. And that's concerning because he's 27, and he looks like he's washed up. He's the worst shooter in basketball. Is shooting the lowest percentage in mid range. Anthony Davis. Yes, he is. Yeah, the, he's, he's one of the worst players in wow. basketball right now. If you look at his like hard stats, like he's like horrendously bad. I can't. believe He actually it. is like a like a bottom ten player who with the amount of minutes he plays. He's averaging twenty four and ten, which is or twenty yeah twenty four and like 10, on which, efficiency which, ratings. This yeah, the efficiency is terrible. The efficiency is terrible. That's that's the whole thing, and he gained weight for this season. Because I think he got sick of being called street clothes. I really do. I think he got sick of the of people <laughs> making true. fun of him for always being hurt. So he packed on muscle. He packed, packed on weight. And he's not carrying it well. And speaking of weight, Zion. <laughs> speaking of fat. <laughs> yeah, not. The thing, God, Zion's not. Zion's uh, a bust. I, I it's, it's insane to me. Really? He, he hasn't played this season. He has feet or uh, foot injury. He's had knee injuries. He's probably not uh, going to play the entire season. Yeah, he's probably not. Apparently, he weighs 330 pounds. He's six foot six. So it's not like he's Shaq weighing that's seven no. one. Weighed How much does he actually weigh? No, that's the report. Have you seen a photo of him this year, Benny? No. Go you look should. up Zion right now. Yeah. What? He is. And the I don't thing know is, if he's just wearing a big hoodie, but he looks big. Here's what they said. Here's what uh, the report was Lucas showed up to camp 260 pounds. Okay. And he shouldn't be 260 pounds. Lucas and then, 260? Not any, like he plays himself into shape. He shows up. He shows up a little uh, out of shape. Those, e- those Eastern Europeans, they 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 lose weight quick. I don't know how. Yeah. But the the apparently the report was Zion weighs seventy pounds more than two sixty. No, just three thirty. And <laughs> you look at him, and he looks like it. And it's Zion Williamson weighed three hundred thirty pounds. And that's it's it's not it's a huge issue because of how he plays, right? He plays like an athletic freak, and how many times can you land on your knees? With 330 pounds. For carrying that amount of weight <laughs> in the style he plays. And his injuries are – and, you know, I listened to a podcast, and they were like, you shouldn't be rude about uh, a player being, out, being like, fat, right? It's yeah, offensive. Well, but dude, guess what? Here's the thing. They're a professional athlete. Their job yeah. is to be in shape, okay? Exactly. Yeah, if I got um, paid to work out, I would be in amazing shape. It's not like Zion – has it's not like we're we're, mean about their weight yeah we're not it's not like we're judging their um cholesterol okay he he there is definitely a correlation to higher weight and lower extremity injuries and he has knee problems feet problems you cannot say there's no correlation between him being that size and jumping and landing on those body parts it, it is what it is if he was breaking his arm or having a torn labrum yeah then you probably shouldn't you don't talk about the weight problem but when he's it's literally lower body injuries and it's it's very un, un, unfortunate because i love zion and i want him to be great and i think he i think he has the generational tools to be um a, a, a talent where we're like this is one of the best players of this of this era I don't think we're going to see it though. But when he plays, he's great, right? Look up his look up Zion's numbers from last year. I yeah. think it was like twenty six and thirteen. 
20, yeah, 20 or not 27 and seven, sorry. But uh, 61%, he, he's great when he plays. It's just, he's, a he's one of the most fun players to watch too when he's playing. Him and like John Moran are very fun to watch yeah. for younger players coming up. Oh, yeah. Very unfortunate with Zion. That's like a huge story. That Ben Simmons, uh, the Lillard, everything. The NBA is going to be fun, but uh, we're a football podcast. And we went a little off the rails, F1 and basketball. There was, listen, if you're still listening, this was a bad week of football, all, all things considered. There were some exciting games in the afternoon. The morning slate sucked, okay? We had to talk about something on this podcast, so. Yeah, and um, we're going to, now that we have sponsors reach out and stuff, we might, we might actually have to make this a year-round thing. Oh, Jesus, I didn't even think about that. I will give you guys an update. Aww. Aaron Rodgers suffered a setback in his fractured foot, throwing four touchdowns. It feels worse. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> you just had your best game of the season. What? God, I hate this guy. Oh, poor Aaron. Um, we're going to have to figure out what oh, we're going to do. His toe. Yeah. Well, Jesus, get out of here. There, there was a report before the game. They said he can't get his foot stepped on. Uh, if he gets the toe hurt worse, it might need surgery. Um, if you're a defender, you're tap dancing around Aaron's feet, okay? <laughs> At that point, why not? Are you kidding me? If you're if you're saying if his foot gets stepped on, he's out. Yeah, I'm gonna just start doing. I'm just gonna start clogging, okay? When I get around the pocket, I'm gonna have happy feet. I'm gonna be dancing. It's come on, get out of here. It won't need surgery. I'm gonna tell you how this goes, Benny and Steve. Aaron Rodgers will complain about this toe the rest of the year. He'll and when they fine. lose in the playoffs, he'll play fine. <laughs> When they lose in the playoffs, or even if they win the Super Bowl, oh my God, I can't imagine. But it, he did it with yeah. The this is the most adversity of players, most triumph of all time. Broken toe, get out of here. Um, Vegas, Benny, Thursday, you and I. Oh God, it's creeping up oh on us. It's creeping up on. Hey, you guys us. are gonna leave it on Thursday. Yep. Uh oh goodness. Okay. Yeah. We got our we got our podcast to record. Better be ready to pay me, Sterling. Uh, we'll see. You might you might get paid. We might. Who knows? I got you. Send me that request, Steve. Uh, <laughs> for the baseball ticket from July. Uh, Sterling still hasn't paid back a five dollar ticket uh, to a baseball game <laughs> for July. It's more than five bucks. It's twenty one dollars. Okay. Okay. Take it off of Benny's. Uh, I'm gonna request forty two, and you ask Luke for the other twenty one. Oh, Luke hasn't paid. I am paying to Luke pays. I don't I don't I don't know I don't know Luke like that. <laughs> well I'll be the I'll be the last one to pay. That's all I'm saying. Uh okay, okay, you guys. Uh we'll be back uh, with our week 15 picks. Week 15. Wow. It's getting spicy. Uh let's go Cardinals tomorrow. When are when are ourselves a podcast parlay? See you guys. Yeah.